TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Evan Roberts, Tiki Barber. It's Evan and Tiki on WFAN, The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. We made it. We made it to Championship Friday. And we'll get into both games, the Chiefs against the Ravens, the Niners against the Lions. We'll make our picks a little bit later on. We'll find out about another crime against sportsmanity that occurred last night at Madison Square Garden. But one thing I want you to know about me, Tiki, is I'm very open-minded. Open-minded towards, open to everything. Like, sometimes you'll hear something, and on the surface it's going to sound crazy, and it's mock-worthy. But I'm open-minded enough to hear something out, think about it, and say, wow, that makes a lot of sense. And so two days ago on this radio show, a caller called in and said something that we mocked. That we said, boy, that's crazy. Ha, ha, ha. That's so funny. And I gave it a lot of thought over the last 24 hours after the news of what happened with Bill Belichick not getting the Falcon job. And I want you to understand when I say what I'm about to say and repeat what that caller said right now, there will be a lot of people assuming I bumped my head or assuming <laughs> I just want to say something crazy. No, no, no. You got to hear us all out on why it actually makes sense. And that was a caller who called in and suggested that Bill Belichick be the next defensive coordinator of the New York Giants. <laughs> and I, I get oh, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. But here's why it's not crazy. I don't know if Bill Belichick is ever going to get another head coaching opportunity. Hmm. I don't know. I asked you yesterday, and you were like, yeah. yeah, I think he'll get one next year. I think he will, because there's a lot of options when you start, when you start really thinking about it. it. With the Eagles and the Cowboys, hell, even the Cleveland Browns, if they don't you know, win some playoff games going forward. It, Andy Reid. There's a, there's a lot of options next year. If, if teams that are supposed to be making those next steps don't make those next steps. But the challenge will be, at 72, because I think he's 71 now. Well, I'll put it, he'll be 72 in April, so next year yeah. he would be 73. So 73, will he want to after sitting out a year not no, no. doing anything? He would want to. The question is, would someone want him? And what I think you're mistaking is the idea that next year somebody would definitely hire him. Hmm. Because I saw your guy, Tom Coughlin, after he was removed as head coach of the New York Giants, want to coach again. And there was only one team interested. Boy, doesn't this sound familiar? And he didn't get the job in Philadelphia. And Tom wanted a coach. And that opportunity never came around again. And so the reason why Bill Belichick taking a lesser job, and I admit, would he humble himself to do it? Probably not. But I say on the radio he should. And here's why. If he's not going to get another job as another year goes by, and for whatever reason it is, whether it's age, whether it's his personality, whether it's the game has passed him by, whatever cockamamie excuse you want to make for not hiring the greatest head coach in the history of football, you know what really enhances value? You know what really make teams think? Going back 
and doing the thing that you're better than than anybody in the history of the sport. And I'm not just talking about being a head coach. I'm talking about being a defensive coordinator. Yeah. He is the greatest defensive coordinator this sport has ever seen. He has put together some of the greatest game plans this sport has ever seen. You know full well. You people listening right now as Giant fans know full well. And so if he's going to be blacklisted because of his age or because of his personality or because of whatever you want to come up with, the only way to fight this is to humble yourself and do something so freaking good that next year teams won't have a choice. Yeah, but that's hard to do. Like When you say he's one of the great defensive coordinators in NFL history, he's also one of the great head coaches in NFL history. And so which one is he better at? Is it DCing or is it head coaching? And I would argue it's head coaching. And to not have that opportunity this year, at least at least seemingly, because I don't think Washington's hiring him. They haven't even talked to him. I don't think Seattle's hiring him because they haven't even talked to him. It was Atlanta or bust, and mm-hmm. Atlanta went with a younger route with Raheem Morris. So for him to go take a de- defensive coordinator position, it's just it feels like a step back that's too too long in the Tiki, making. Tiki, it is you know a, what I mean? It's it is one a- thing for for Brandon Staley to go back and be a defensive coordinator. Or, hell, even Ron Rivera, mm-hmm. who had some success in Carolina and not very much sex, uh, success in, in, uh, in, in Washington, even though I don't know who could have had success in that crazy-ass situation that was going on down there. But at the end of the day, it doesn't feel, like, foreign for Ron Rivera to go be a D.C. It just feels foreign for Bill Belichick it, it, to it, be a DC Tiki. and whoever hires him, whatever head coach says, okay, I'll take that. I mean, they they're going to be looking over their shoulder because the only way they're doing it is if they're desperate for a DC. All right, there's a lot of elements to this. Let's start with element number one. I'm skeptical Bill Belichick ever gets another head coaching opportunity ever again, and I think that's a crime. Like yeah. I'll admit that I think it's crazy. But as I sit here today, knowing only one team reached out and interviewed him. One team. Only one team did it. What makes you really think that next year, when he's a year older, more than one team would reach out? Why? Well, I don't... So, this happened with players. This happens with players often. Like with Cam Newton. Right? Cam Newton was at the end. He looked like he was washed. He spent a year or half a year, whatever it was, up in New England. Cam Newton, this was like three years ago. Cam Newton still wants to play football. Yes. Right? He's still talking about playing football. Yeah. Guess what? Cam Newton's never going to play football You know why, though? You know why? And I think this all comes together. And I think Tom Coughlin is a part of this discussion, too. Because the longer you're away, the more difficult it is to get back. So do you accept the fact that Bill Belichick not coaching this season, which right now he ain't doing, don't you think it makes it more difficult for him to get a coaching job next year? I do. Would you agree with that? I do, but it also is troubling when you hear – everything that's going around Bill Belichick, this coaching cycle. He interviewed with the Atlanta Falcons, mm-hmm. went down there twice, and then they just said, yeah, it's not quite right. Let's just try, let's interview other people and see what see what comes of it. And Raheem Morris, who has a good relationship there because he was there for a couple of years, uh, has, has, has uh, Terry Fontenot and him have a good working relationship, as does Rich McKay, who he knows from his days in Tampa. So it just kind of made sense, and it made more sense than Bill Belichick. And then... Why didn't Bill Belichick get any other interviews? Because nobody else was interested. And it's, and it's, it's weird because why didn't he get any interviews? Because nobody was interested. 
and he didn't get any more interviews because nobody was interested. It's like it's weird. It's compounding. Wait, so no one was interested in Bill because no one was interested in Bill? Yes. Isn't it like the Yogi yes. Berra line of yes. no one goes to that restaurant because it's always crowded? Yeah. Well, well that's kind the of, opposite. Kind <laughs> of. But you know what I mean. Yes. But it's 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 a weird dynamic. But it, I said the I gave you the Cam Newton um, example because it's the same. Like nobody was interested in Cam Newton. So nobody was interested in Cam Right, right. But you have to – here's the point, and I understand. I totally understand because I thought the same thing. When that caller called in two days ago to suggest this, Bill demeaning himself enough to become D.C., you say off the top there's no way he'll do it. But I want to ask you a question about Tom Coughlin. When Tom Coughlin was fired as head coach of the New York Giants, he desperately wanted to coach again. Desperately. And he wasn't given the opportunity. Only one team was interested. If I could go back in time, if Tom could go back in time. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. And let's say Tom Coughlin said, you know what, I'm a 70-year-old man, but damn it, I want to coach. So the age is about the same. Right. Age is about the same. I wouldn't say success is about the same, but Tom was damn good. Guy won two Super Bowls. Mm -hmm. If Tom and Coughlin, beat Bill Belichick. And beat Bill <laughs> Belichick. But if we can go into a time machine and Tom Coughlin said, you know what, F this. I so love this sport. I so want to prove that age is just a freaking number. And he took an offensive coordinating job. And guess what? He kicked ass at that job. Do you think a year later a team says, wow, okay, game hasn't passed him by. Let's go get him? I think the hard thing with with Coach Coughlin is that he wasn't really an expert on either side of the ball. He was an expert at being a head coach. Yeah, right. I mean, it's tough because Tom's right. history is as a wide receiver's right. coach, a quarterback's right. coach. It's not like he was an innovative offensive mind. It's not a perfect comparison, but do you see the overall point oh, that yeah, he needed to do something to entice teams to say he can still do it? Like, I'm telling you right now, if Bill Belichick goes into a TV booth for a year, he ain't coming out of it. No, I agree with you. Like, let's stop being naive about this. Like, oh, next year a team's going to say yes when this year they didn't? So here's what's crazy. I know that Bill Belichick would bristle at the idea of demeaning himself to become a coordinator. But I'm looking at history. And I'm looking at the future. And what I see is a guy who will never be a head coach again. Hmm. So what are you going to do about it? Are you going to accept it? Are you going to say, you know what? I've had a great career. I'm done. Or are you going to do something where it forces other teams to say, how can I not hire him? Because let me walk you through a scenario. Yeah, but, okay, the, let me walk you through a scenario. Go ahead. Brian Dable hires him. And Bill Belichick reminds the world that he's the greatest defensive mind in the history of the sport. And the Giants have a top five defense. Not even saying they win the Super Bowl. But he dominates. He does what he does. And the Giants go 9-8. and eight. They kind of stun the world with a young quarterback. But it's all about the defense. You don't think teams are going to say, oh, maybe we should hire Bill next year. Well, I mean. Does it change his status next year? I don't know. Because it, w- when we say that, Brian Dable is going to get a lot of the credit. And and Bill Belichick's influence is going to be greatly appreciated in New York by the organization, by the fan base, by the team, et cetera, et cetera. That doesn't mean that everybody else around the league are going to go now say, okay, let's bring him in to be our head coach. It doesn't, it doesn't translate. It translates for young coaches that do that, 
right? Young coaches who, uh, I don't know, have this different kind of energy and they have this enthusiasm, like the Miko Ryans who we saw down in Houston, right? They just have this uniqueness about them, like Mike McDaniel in Miami. That's It's quirky, but it works because it's it's genius, right? And it, But it's also young and it's there for the long haul or potentially for the long haul, whereas... Bill Belichick, you know if you hire him as head coach, you're getting him for three years. It just that's not what people want. It's like when like there's opportunities that could have could have come open next year. And we went through a couple of them, right? The Cowboys, the Eagles, uh, the Cleveland Browns, whoever it may be. The one that would never, ever even think about Bill Belichick is the Pittsburgh Steelers. And that one could be real. And that one would feel, God, this is perfect, right? Bill Belichick, the master of defense, going to the home of the Steel Curtain. But, you know, the the, the Steelers are going to hire somebody they want to keep for 10 years. I get that. Or 15 years. I get that. Bill Belichick's not coaching till he's 88. No, I understand. And so, like, I think that disqualifier is real. And I don't want to call it ageism because I don't think it is. But I think it's just how organizations now want to be younger. They want this collaborative, like, uh, from head coach to general manager to coordinators, like they want this collaboration going on. And Bill is a, I don't want to say he's a tyrant, but it's like my way or no way, right? I just, this is what we're going to do. And if you don't like it, well, damn. You know what? I'm going to hire Matt Patricia and Joe Judge as my offensive coordinator. No, he screwed it up. Because that makes some damn sense. No, he screwed it up. Right? And so I'll tell you that. Like when you, when you go back and you go, you go audit those, these last three years with the New England Patriots, Bill Belichick did some stupid stuff. I acknowledge that. And, Despite his success as a head coach, you can't ignore the imprudence okay. of what he did so the last what? three years. So here's the question then. Because here's the question I want everyone to ask themselves instead of saying, ah, you're an idiot. He would never take that job. Is Bill Belichick going to get a head coaching job in 2025? Yesterday I said yes. Now okay. I don't know. You, you don't know. And ask yourself this. What gives him a better chance to get a head coaching job in 2025? disappearing on television for a year and continuing to further the image that he's a grumpy old man who's let the sport pass him by or doing something on well, the field. Like, ask yourself uh, that. Well, How I, does that enhance Well, him? I think, uh, honestly, if he went on TV and became a different Bill Belichick who felt younger and invigorated and actually engaging because that's what TV allows you to do, maybe people would say, oh, he defies his age. I mean, he doesn't look like he's seventy-two. We know he's a genius. Look, look how look how personable he is. I think the current player would respect and respond to that. So, I almost feel like going into the TV route and being a human, as opposed to being this robot Bill Belichick, head, super greatest head coach of all time, is the better way for he, him to he, change his image. He can change his image, but he's still going to get older. And the idea of him still being away from the game that passed him by mm. only enhances. So doing something, and I mean doing it real well, because I think we'd all admit if he ever humbled himself enough to do that, he'd be the best at it. Evan, he'd be because he already was the best at it. But he was the best at it. You don't know that he's still going to be a great defensive coordinator. Oh come on, he's been such a great head coach. By the way, he could do everything right in terms of running a defense, but hey. Guys aren't basically responding to him well. Maybe got, you have injuries on the defensive side of the ball. There's a chance you look up and you go, wait, Bill Belichick couldn't even have the top 10 defense in the NFL's coordinator? He is Bill freaking Belichick. And I understand he didn't get a coaching job here. And I'm not sure 100% he's going to get there. But his name is like Zales. It speaks for itself in terms of where you want to go here. Like, 
It's Bill Belichick. And you only hurt the name Bill Belichick if negative results happen. And the only way to have negative results is to coach underneath you, which is a defensive coordinator. But that's being afraid. Like, yeah, of course, negative stuff can happen, but that's being afraid. I'm telling you right now, and I believe it, and I think you believe it, and I can already sense in the last 24 hours you're shifting because you just said you're shifting. He may not get another opportunity. Like, it's on the table that the greatest head coach of all time isn't getting to walk away on his own terms. Yeah. No one's giving him a chance. And what I'm merely telling you, and by no means do I think Bill right now is thinking, I should take a D.C. job. I'm telling you, he should. And here are the reasons. If you want to coach again, Bill, and you know what? Believe it or not, this may sound nuts as a Jet fan. I want to see him coach again. Hmm. I do. I want to see the greatest head coach of all time do it one more time. Now, preferably not in my division, preferably not kicking my ass, clearly, <laughs> but I want to see it again. And you got to ask yourself, well, how do you get there? How is somebody going to actually hire Bill Belichick? And what I've learned about this cycle is that because of his age and because of a stereotype, he didn't get it this time. Yeah. And I'm not convinced it's happening next time. So what are you going to do about it? And the only answer I could come up with is you got to do something about it, and that's proving to the world you still know what the hell you're doing. I commend Ron Rivera right. for interviewing for DC Jobs because well, he gets it. Well, I think Ron wants to keep coaching. He was just he was worn out from what, all the nonsense that went on in Washington as head coach. Like he was brought there to to be the stabilizer in a chaotic situation because of their owner, and it just wore him out. It, and then he had the cancer scare, and it just. You could tell that head coach was not long. He was not long to be a head coach. But we also can't forget that we respect the hell out of Bill Belichick. There's a lot of teams that don't like him. That they think think, (laughs) I'm serious. That think that he cheated. That think that he he edged the 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 rules in order to gain the advantage. And like you might look at him and say, "All right, you got one over on me." But in your back of your mind, you're like. Screw him. Cool. I know a team, and I know an organization that doesn't feel that way, and so do you. And I know a team, and I know an organization that's got a defensive coordinating opening, and so do you. So ask yourself this. If Bill humbles himself enough to do it, do you want Bill Belichick to be the next defensive coordinator of the New York football giants? Because he loves you. He loves all of you. He loves the organization. He loves ownership. He even loves Brian Dayball. Right? Yeah. Look, I don't know Bill. I've never met him. Uh, but humility doesn't feel like something that's top of his list. Just saying. <laughs> Would you want him to be the defensive coordinator of the New York Giants? Uh, I, the fact I mean, that you didn't give a simple yes is amazing to me. I just I feel like it would be a threat. It could undermine whatever Brian Dable is trying to do. He's trying to win. How would having the best defensive coordinator in the history of football undermine him? I'm confused. What because because he's so good? No, because if anything should go sideways, even just slightly, the story around this part, this 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 city would be well, you might as well just fire fire Dable, you got you got his replacement at DC. And by the way, whether he's the DC or not, if Bill sits out for a year, that's going to happen either way. I mean, maybe. He is the shadow maybe. above this organization, I'm, I'm, not the Jets. Over the Giants. Yeah. And you know that, and we all well, know no. that. I mean, he's never going to the Jets. He hates the Jets. We know that. So it's not even, it's not about the Jets at all. It never will be. It's, it's about the New York Giants. That's the only question. But the thing that I've been hearing, just talking to friends around the league, is that they're scared because nobody's interested. <laughs> and so I stated again, nobody's interested 
because nobody's interested. That sounds like my high school dating <laughs> career, you know? No <laughs> one's interested because no one's interested. <laughs> we'll come back and get to your calls on this, 877-337-6666. Now, there are a lot of layers to this Bill Belichick thing, but you just said something, Tiki, that I'm perturbed by. Now, Bill Belichick is in all likelihood not getting a head coaching job this year. There's only two openings remaining, the Commanders and the Seahawks. They have not shown any interest in Bill. Yeah. And I have... The Commanders want to hire Ben Johnson. Yes. And I have suggested that even though it would take a lot of humbling to do it, Bill Belichick is better off taking a defensive coordinator job right now to keep his name in this game, Mm -hmm. perform at a high level, and then a year from now... He has a better chance at getting a head coaching job than sitting on the sidelines. Now, you may disagree with it, but honestly, being on TV doesn't enhance you. Doing a kick-ass job as defensive coordinator enhances you. And I asked you, and I'll ask Sean too, you're the Giants. Mm -hmm. You're looking for a defensive coordinator. If Bill humbled himself enough to come home to the organization he loves. If is so massive. I mean, it's it's like World Trade Center massive. It's so big. If, 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 if. Oh, would you want him if, or not? If he humbles himself. Yeah. I, I just don't think that's happening. But let's say it did. Would you want him? I, to No. From a giant standpoint, I would not. See, I don't understand the no. I wow. Because I, I think it's too distracting from what Brian Dable would be trying to do. Now, if he goes someplace else and he go because of the history, mm-hmm. only because of the history, if he did that in Dallas, humbled himself to Jerry Jones, who I think he has a, some sort of relationship with and... You know, Mike McCarthy, I'm here to help you, and blah, blah, blah. Maybe. Maybe it would work. Why would it, that be less distracting than a guy in Dable who has a good relationship who worked for him once? If anything, it would be, I'm nah, here to help you. Wrong time. Because exactly, he worked for him. So the dynamic changes. When you, your boss, what if Spike, what if all of a sudden Spike is like, Morash, right? Yeah. Like, does that change the dynamic? I thought you were going to say, what if Mike Francesa became our producer? <laughs> well, yeah, something like that. That's that's a better way to think about it. Just even, right. though, even though he didn't, you didn't work directly for him. Right. But you get what I'm saying. It's just that dynamic is, it's never right. Do you have a chance to? Do you have a better chance to win if Bills your DC than if name yeah, the mean, other candidate? Yeah, of course. Okay. But you have ah. a better chance to win when your defense has some ballers on it. Period. Of course. Yeah, it's. By the way, this is the wrong coach at the wrong time. Yes. Brian Dable is about to enter a season where everybody is going to have the fangs out for it. Does he get along with his coaches? Does he get along with his coaches? Right. Ooh, how's he treating his coaches? Yet they're going to have a Wink Martindale. So now, on top of that already being a major story, maybe the biggest story besides quarterback entering this next season for the team, you want to put the greatest head coach of this generation, if not all time, as his defensive coordinator, who everybody thinks would only be taking the job to sit there for a year mm-hmm. to get back into head coaching? Yes. Come on now, undermining What's game the game? including potentially taking the job of the guy you're working yes. under right now. Who? What's the best way for Brian Dable to keep his job? The only way to him to keep his job is to win. I'm sorry, what was that? To what? To win. Okay. Which... In this world we live in, defensive coordinator would give you the best chance to win. Would it be Bill Belichick or somebody else? I don't know that it would be Bill Belichick. You, you're not sure if it would be Bill Belichick? Then you're just answering the question no, to not. not lose an I'm argument telling, with I'm me. telling you right now, Ejero Evero. That's what I'm no, saying. No, but you can't say that. You what? can't say that over the greatest defensive mind in the history of the sport. It's not about this. It's not about... Like, I get your... Okay, here's what you're discounting, Evan. You're discounting chemistry. You're discounting fit. You're discounting... A, a power hierarchy, right? And so if Bill Belichick becomes a defensive coordinator under Brian Dable, who he used to be the head coach over, 
it just creates a in, a in an organization where he has a storied history for winning two championships with one of the greatest defenses of all time and one of the great players of all time in LT. It becomes like the dynamic gets oh it gets cloudy. Oh, you mean the dynamic of the DC and an HC hating each other like two years ago with Wink Martindale and Brian Dable and you made the playoffs anyway? No, no, no. But no, you that, have to get the that, guys that give you the okay, best chance to yeah, win. But hating each other, it doesn't matter. Exactly. Okay. So looking over your shoulder okay. shouldn't matter if Evan, you just hired the greatest mind right. ever. Calm your mind down. Calm I'm your trying. Mind. Calm your mind you down. Give him to hold on, Tiki. Right. Give him to hold no, on. No, because you're not talking. I mean, he's not talking over me. I only say hold on when you're talking over <laughs> me. All right. Which you do, Sean. So just calm your mind down for okay. a second. I'm calming. So this is not about right who's who's better at it. It's about the structure and dynamic of an organization, the power structure. If Bill Belichick is the defensive coordinator of a team that he is revered at because of his championship, you know, during the nineties and Brian Dable used to work under, under him. Mm -hmm. The power structure is odd. It's like it's flipped love, hate. That doesn't matter. You can hate somebody and work really well with them. Hell, Tom Coughlin and I didn't see eye to eye, but I had some hellified seasons for the last three years of my career. Right. It, it, that hate doesn't matter. Right. Brian Dable and, 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 and Wink Martindale may have hated each other, but two years ago, they worked unbelievably together. And so that's not what I'm worried about. The hate is not what I'm worried about. It's the power dynamic. Mm -hmm. And as soon as you get someone underneath you who thinks that they belong above you, everybody's screwed. And so, yes, it would work in somewhere else. I don't think it would work here. That's all. That's that's just my take on this. And you, Sean, as a Giant fan, do not want Bill as your defensive coordinator? I do not want Bill because I want Brian Dable here long term. And I think this is the fastest route on a time of controversy to undercut. Here's what's funny. When you hire an OC and a DC, in a perfect world, that guy's gone in a year. Mm. Think about it, right? They're gone in a year because they did such a good job yeah. that they get head coaching jobs. Kind of like what unfortunately, but fortunately happened to the Eagles a year ago, right. where... Right. It was the greatest scenario. You got to the Super Bowl, but the negative is you had two guys who were so hot that they both got jobs. So I would view Bill in kind of the same light. Yeah. If he does a great job and the Giants win, he goes somewhere else and gets the head what? coaching job, and you win. But in your world, Bill would be taking this job to make sure he's fresh because he can't wait another cycle, right? Like he won't get it beyond next year on a head coaching cycle. Can we all agree that we don't think the Giants are all in for a Super Bowl run next year. I, I don't think that they're ready right. for it. Oh, and by the way, not disagreeing. Which is why this the, doesn't the, make a month sense. Ago, I said they're 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 pushing for a year four. Right. 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 This is this is now a two year project. Started out as a three year one. You, last year derailed them. It's a four year project from the beginning of Dable Chain era. It's a four year project now. Right. Hopefully it's longer. But I think it's four years. That's when this team feels like they can compete for something more than just getting to the playoffs. So the Giants want to draft all these guys, build the system, and have three defensive coordinators in three years? Because that's what you're doing if you hire Bill Belichick for the show. Well, you know, you, when you hire a young guy, though, the same thing could happen. Like, again, you hire yeah, coordinators. But, it, but I think it matters how you lose them. So, for so in theory, Brian Dable could be in a similar situation that, that the Eagles are in, right? The Nick Sirianni's in. He's got to hire two new coordinators. Now, Sirianni fired both of them. Right. Fired Brian Johnson. He fired Sean Desai. But a year earlier, they left because of success. Yeah. yeah. So which is my point. Which is fine. But when you fire when you fire two of them um, in, in, in one year, why are you still there? And so Dave's is, is, is somewhat shaky.
because he fired Wink or whatever happened. Mm. Let's call it what it was. He fired Wink, and Kafka doesn't feel like it's fully sound. Kafka may leave, but he also might leave because he's fired. Right. Right? And if that happens, then Brian Dable is in the same situation as Nick Sirianni. Like, if you had to fire both coordinators because they weren't working, then then what are you doing? Right. Right? Why are you here? Oh, and so right. it's you the last thing you need is more stress if you're Brian Dable and the New York Giants. Let's get to your calls. It's fascinating right now. Bill Belichick, greatest head coach in the history of the sport, is not going to be coaching this year, and I'm starting to believe he's never going to coach again. 877-337-6666. Todd is in great neck. How are you, Todd? What's up, Todd? Hey, guys. How are you? Um, so I guess two points. Uh, first is what Tiki's saying, which is there's going to be internal disruption with the coach you know, looking over his shoulder. But the bigger thing, Evan, and Evan, you're a presidential historian. This is like this is like saying to Ronald Reagan or Barack Obama, "Hey, uh, you know what? I know you're interested. Why don't you come back and be the VP?" It just, it just, it's upside down. But it's happened before because John Quincy Adams ran for Congress after he got thrown out as president after one term. Like, yeah, but that used... was that was Thomas Jefferson's fault. He understand he he undercut <laughs> seriously. He undercut the administration, and that's why we have two parties now. It used to be able seriously. No, that was twenty president. years earlier. You're thinking of John Adams. I'm saying John Quincy Adams. Oh, got it. John Quincy Adams was president of the United States. He got he didn't get reelected. Andrew Johnson beat Andrew Jackson beat him, and he went back into Congress. And yeah, the reason he, John he, Quincy Adams did it, there's a reason why he did it. And it's why? actually awesome because he wanted to help his country, and he wanted to do something that needed change. And he was a terrible president. He he was a terrible president, but he was a damn good human being because he went back to Congress because he had one goal, and that was to eradicate slavery. And so he went into Congress and was there for a million years. Now, look, there's no comparison to Bill Belichick. I just wanted to give the presidential historian answer. But here's the difference between Ronald Reagan and Bill Belichick. (laughs) I mean, I guess there's a few. Honestly, we have the we have the circumstance right now. No, no, we can't even. I don't want to get politicized. No, no. But but here is the difference. Bill Belichick wants to be a head coach. Okay. He wants to be a head coach. That's why he interviewed in Atlanta. Okay? A lot of people, not all, when they're done being president, they're done. Mm. Okay? They run away as far as they can. Obama was done. Bush was done. Trump and Clinton are a little different. Nestor Cortez. I'll come back. But most guys are done. (laughs) Reagan was done. He also was sick. Most people are done. Bill Belichick, at his age and his success, is not done. Can we agree on that? He wants to keep coaching. Of course. So here's the difference. What are you going to do about it? Like, literally, ask yourself that question. You're Bill Belichick. You're the greatest head coach of all time. You've been fired. You interviewed for one job because it was the only team that was interested. They didn't hire you. You go home. You're talking to your girlfriend. And you look at her straight in the eye and say, I want to be a head coach again. I'm not done. I don't care what my age is. I want to be a head coach again. And I know I can be good at it. What are you going to do about it? (laughs) So, seriously, everyone ask yourself that question. What are you going to do about it? You're going to give up? Okay, give up. That's it, fine. Go sit on the couch. It's over. Want to wait for the phone to ring? You could do that. Want to go on TV? You'll make plenty of money, but I bet your ass you ain't getting a head coaching job. So Tiki Barber, I'm being dead serious. (laughs) What gives him the best chance to get another job? What's the answer? Go to a time machine and become 10 years younger? Why why does TV not give him the best chance to get a job? Sean Payton went right back to coaching one year in TV. And a lot of people do this. By the way, what you were describing, because we went political for a second, I was like, what is... What if Nikki Haley had won New Hampshire? <laughs> and all of a sudden it just flipped and 
Donald Trump was like, I'll be your vice president. Jose Altuve. You know where that almost happened? I got another presidential. Uh, I think I could be wrong about this. You could double check. I think Jerry Ford, who was president. Yeah. I think there were thoughts of him joining Reagan in 80 as a VP. So wow. he could have gone from president to VP. <laughs> Look, my point is, and I'm being serious, man. I, but what I, can he do to get a head coaching job? I, I don't mean, buy the TV, and here's the difference with Sean Payton. Sean Payton was hot to trot. People were going to hire him the right. year he left. Let's not act like he needed the year to rehab himself. He didn't. The jobs were there for him. He wanted the year off. No one's hiring him. So what do you do about it? It's humbling. I get it. It sounds crazy. I get it. When a caller mentioned this two days ago, I thought it was nuts too. But when you think about it, answer the question. Hmm. What do you do about it? I don't, I mean, God, this it, is asinine. No, no, answer the question. What do you do about it? What do you do about it is you do go work at TV because, Evan, you're right, and I think there's something to what Tiki said. Wait, why aren't you hiring Bill? Why are you not hiring Bill? By the way, I think the real reason Bill's not getting hired, age is part of it, but I also think Bill Belichick wanted full control like he was the GM in New England. That's exactly We haven't right. gotten those reports. These teams don't want to give that up. No. That could humble. Collaboration. By the way, that could humble him more if he sits out a year. By the way, he really wants to coach because of Don Shula's record and all of that. I think you get to next year. Guess what? These teams that all sat there and passed one by one, they're not, if all goes well, going to be looking for head coaches. It's going to be a brand new batch of five, six, or seven teams that aren't the same teams going, why not you, why not you? And when their list comes out and they fire coaches and they go, who's available? It's not like in a year everybody's going to forget Bill Belichick's freaking name and what he means as a head coach. Why did they forget about Tom Coughlin's name? Because he was old? Uh, uh, he was a year younger than Bill. <laughs> I understand that. No, no. I use this as history. Tom Coughlin's Evan, story matters in this. Evan, yeah. No, you're not wrong. Evan, Thank you. I love Tom Coughlin, but this is going to come back to you like it always does. Tom Coughlin is the Aaron Rodgers to Bill Belichick being Brady. And there's only one Bill Belichick. As great as Coughlin is. By the way, Pete Carroll's another one of these yeah. guys. There are great older coaches, and there is the greatest I, older I don't mean coach. to correct you, but Aaron Rodgers didn't beat Tom Brady in the Super Bowl twice. <laughs> hey, here's you the, know what I mean. Here's the, here's the thing. where Bill, Bill, Bill is different because Bill has a defensive excellence and expertise that, that is valuable somewhere. Tom didn't have an offensive expertise. Mm -hmm. Pete Carroll doesn't necessarily have an offensive or defensive expertise. He, they're great head coaches, Carroll and, and Coughlin. They were great head coaches, but they didn't have that that other thing, that other skill that could allow them to get a job doing something else in an organization. I think they did. I just think, you know what the difference is? We forget about it, and it wasn't as enhanced as Bill was. Like, Bill is widely considered, and a lot of it is the bias here in New York because we experienced it. He's just widely considered the greatest defensive coordinator in the history of the sport. Well, yeah, and but, he did it for a while. But he, but it, he also did it while he was with the New England Patriots. I mean, it's it's much like Tom uh, Tom uh, uh, Izzo. No, not Izzo. Tom Landry. Uh, no, not Tom Landry. <laughs> Mike Tomlin. Oh. Mike Tomlin is heavily involved with with the Steelers do defensively. Bill Belichick in Super Bowl 53, that was the most hideous Super Bowl we've ever seen. The one against the Rams. Against the Rams. Mm -hmm. It was intentional. Yeah. So he saw, he went through and looked at all, I was re listen to a podcast about this. Listen to all the, the teams that the Rams had played. By the way, they were like the greatest show of the, of the new millennium, the Rams that year. And who stopped them? It was Vic Fangio. Like Vic Fangio's defense, the way that he schemed it, was, was the only one that the Rams had trouble with. So what did the... Patriots doing that Super Bowl exactly what Vic Fangio did, mm. and 
And so he's adjustable. Like yeah. he, he's he's a great defensive mind. No so question. even though he wasn't the defensive coordinator, in fact, I don't even think they had one name that year, he wasn't the D.C., he was still defensive coordinating. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. And so that's a skill that's valuable and can translate even – if he's not the head coach. So that's my point. So but I, I my my point is Tom didn't have that. Right. I got what and, you're saying. And Pete Carroll didn't have that. So they they th- that wasn't what they were experts at. They were experts at managing people and emotions I, I, I and agree. motivation I'm and just all those saying, other things. Tom Coughlin, I don't know if Tom Coughlin would ever admit this, but Tom Coughlin clearly wanted to keep coaching when the Giants yes, got ready. That's why he went to Jacksonville and took a Weird administrative but on-field role. Yeah, and you know what an administrative job is? It's where you go to just not get a head coaching job. Yeah, but you the, go there to rot. Yeah, but the problem was he was actually on the field. No, I get he was, you, he was coaching down there. That's but, what. That's why. That's why it got rough. Right, and if you do it well, there's a better chance of enhancing yourself and getting back in the business, which Tom Coughlin was never able to do. No, let's go to Jeremy in New Jersey. What's up, Jeremy? What's up, boys? Uh, to, to Tiki's point about nobody's interested because nobody interested so i'm a college baseball coach right and by all means like i'm not comparing it but you know oftentimes college players in general whatever sport basketball football baseball get overlooked because if we're recruiting a kid right what's the first question we ask we ask well well who's on them yeah and if no one's on them i'm gonna start asking myself well why no why is nobody on them why should i be on them (laughs) right right. (laughs) to that point at, at what point in time do we think Bill Belichick is just going to take a step back? You know, you know what? Maybe, maybe, maybe I'm done here. I, yeah, it's probably not this cycle, it's not this year. But if there's tepid interest, as you know, teams start firing coaches or at least putting them on the hot seat in the middle of next year, like X Y Z coach McCarthy could be out. They're you know they're. They're three and eight right now. McCarthy could be out. I hear Bill Belichick is getting some interest. If that doesn't happen, that's when I think he just says, it's time. Yeah. It's time for me to not do this anymore and hang it up and ride into the sunset. Let's go to Keaton in Spring Lake. Good afternoon, Keaton. What's going on, guys? Love the show. Appreciate it. Um, So, I mean, talking about Belichick, you know, about this crazy story about him maybe, you know, to the Giants, the defensive coordinator. If that were to happen, I think Dable would just completely lose control because he's always looking over his shoulder, especially if he's already, you know, if Belichick's back at the Giants, in the Giants, you know, he's going to just be scared for his job. And if they do well, you know, the Giants aren't going to fire Dable. And, you know, if they keep Belichick as a, as a defensive coordinator, I mean, I think he's going to want more just because of the 24 seasons of being a head coach. I understand why it's threatening. Like, I'm not naive to not understand, yeah. Tiki, why it would be threatening or wouldn't be threatening to Brian Dable. What I'm simply saying to both of you guys, and I'd say it to Brian Dable, is, well, what gives you the best chance to win in 2024? Mm-hmm. The greatest defensive coordinator in the history of football? Yeah. Or, and I don't mean to put down any other candidate, the unknown. Yeah. And well, that's why I'm surprised with Sean, because... When that caller called in two days ago, and we mocked him, and he flippantly said, how about Bill as defensive coordinator of the Giants? While we were laughing, Sean said, well, of course I take him, which <laughs> I think is the honest answer. Like, And I'm surprised that after thought, you've gone the other way on that. Like, You have a chance, if he ever did humble himself, to hire your greatest coordinator in history and the greatest coordinator in history, the guy who's authored... Two of the greatest defensive game plans, three really, in Super Bowl history. 
the one against Buffalo with your team, the one against the Rams in 2001, and why not even mention the one you just brought up right. in 2018 against 50, the Rams? Yeah, 53. You wouldn't want that. It's not that I wouldn't want it, Evan. It's that I am not sure that just him sitting by week by week only focusing on the defense will be something he does through the end, and I don't trust us as fans, us as radio hosts, us <laughs> as media around here to let Brian Dable just freaking cook. Here's the problem, and I want you to know this. Tiki, you should know this. Mm-hmm. It's too late. Like How's next, it too late? Oh, oh, I'm going to explain it. Next year, whether you like it or not, whether I like it or not, whether it's fair or not, there's going to be a cloud hanging over the New York Giants to a degree the Jets, but it's the Giants if we're being real here. And that cloud is Bill Belichick. He's got a history with this franchise. He has a history with this owner. He has openly said how much he loves the organization. And whether you think it's real or not, whether you want it to happen or not, whether you think it's smart or not, you can't stop what everyone thinks. And what everyone's going to think all year long is the cloud of Belichick. It doesn't matter it, whether he's DC but, or not. That cloud exists. Evan, it, it doesn't. I won't, I won't, Do you agree with that? Yeah, but here's Thank the thing. You. I won't. I won't one up your cloud and analogy. Uh, cloud, cloud, right? Cloud yeah. analogy. Nobody wants to live their life with a dog's ass in their face, right? <laughs> and that, unfortunately, next year, Bill's going to. Li- I mean, uh, Dable's going to live with a dog's ass in his face the whole season, which is the cloud that's Bill Belichick. But you don't want the dog's ass with feces leaking left and right. And that's what happens if Bill's actually in the room. But you're forgetting about the fact that he does his job really well. Yeah. Well, like, let's not ignore that part. He but will Brian does. Dable be able to do his job very well? Yeah. Do you want? Do you undercut the head coach by hiring a D, the DC that's going to threaten him? And Bob, the other thing that we're not even talking about is the money, right? I, what are you paying him? As a DC, he's making twenty plus million dollars a year. I understand, and that's probably one of the reasons the Atlanta balked. Right? He wanted twenty plus million dollars and control over everything. They said, ah, "We're good with that." Mm. Right? And so, what are you paying him as a DC? Well, Five who million? is and what is the highest paid coordinator in football right now? I don't know the answer to that. Like, who is and what is the highest paid coordinator in football right now? It's <sighs> a good question. We can look it up. I'm yeah. going to guess it's. I don't know. I'm going to guess it's. I can't even think. It probably Wink was probably up there. It was Vic Fangio with the Dolphins. Vic Fangio. Now, how much was he making? Do we know? Probably three, three million dollars. Three or four. Then uh, I, I'm trying to get. Then that. I paid Bill seven. That's it. That's my answer. I paid him double. I and, say, you know and what? So he's taking a, a three quarter pay cut because he was making twenty five million dollars a year. All of this is based on something that Bill's going to have to realize, and unfortunately for him, he's got to realize it quick because people are going to fill jobs. He needs to be humbled. So they were never disclosed, but it was believed that it eclipsed $4 million a year. And prior to that, the only other coordinator that matched that kind of offer was McDaniels with the Pats. I was going to guess that, yeah. Josh McDaniels, yeah, yeah. probably. Let's go to Eddie in Hicksville. How are you, Eddie? Hey, what's up, guys? How are you? What's up? Good. So when, when this whole like Black Monday thing happened with all the coaches being fired and whatnot, I thought Bill Belichick would have a job almost. He wouldn't be able to get his clipboard down before he was hired again. Yeah. But then when I started looking at all the teams that needed coaches, I realized these teams are too far out from what Bill's trying to accomplish here. And Bill is a bona fide winner. And the only job I could see him getting, honestly, is like what Tiki just said before, like a team, like if there was a team that that lost in the playoffs this year and fired a coach, I guess Bill Belichick get fired right away. Yeah. Whether it be the Eagles or the Bills. Cowboys. I honestly think I, I right the Cowboys. I think Bill Belichick, and, and it kills me because I'm a Jet fan, die yeah. hard. 
Yeah. I think he's going to be the head coach of the Buffalo Bills. I just, I don't know why. I just got this bad feeling. Yeah, it's funny. When we were, Eddie, when we were talking yesterday about what are the coaching openings next year that would even give Bill that opportunity, Mm -hmm. we were thinking about Dallas, Philly, and even Buffalo or Miami, too, if they have kind of like an early exit. And as an owner, you say, I want that quick fix. And Mm -hmm. what better quick fix than the greatest head coach of all time? But I worry that when you're old, and it sucks that I'm saying that, but this is the reality of this situation. When you're older, there are going to be teams saying, I'm not interested because of your age, because of the long-term commitment. And the longer you're not coaching, I think it makes it more difficult. Hence why Bill being away for a year only brings those chances down. Yeah, and so he's got to stay in it and youngish. But the other way to stay in it is to be on TV and project differently than what everybody assumes that you are. Because we don't know who Bill is other than what Bill shows us as a head coach. And as a person, he's probably very different. But we don't know that. You know why that cons- you know why I don't think that's the answer? Why? I think in certain cases it could be. Like, let's say there was this prickly 42-year-old uh-huh. head coach. Yes, I think going on TV could help him. I think the age thing is a problem. And I think the game passing him by and relating to players is a problem. And that's why I think doing it matters. And I think having success, even on a more humbling level, I think would matter more for a guy who's 72 years old than showing a personality. God, I, think- I think he's got to show owners, see, of course I can relate to players. I just had this team as a top five defense. If it is a top five defense. Well, and what if it's not? That's and the, then you're done. You <laughs> can't, you're right, but you know what? Can't live life afraid. That's uh, true. I mean, that's okay. Yeah. What if you fail? What if we fail? What if everybody fails? There's risk involved. We all know it. What the hell is this? <laughs> I have, this is very strange. I have a message on my phone. It's a voice message. And I'm not even kidding you. It says bad tiki on it. What? <laughs> It's literally. It says bad tiki on it. Is that not scam likely? (laughs) (laughs) I know. I have never received any kind of message from bad tiki, (laughs) but I have a voice. I'm afraid to play it, but I think I should. Is it like (laughs) suitable for work? (laughs) I have no idea. But you know what? Screw it. I'm just gonna play it. Are you all right with that, Lugie? I'm okay with it. I have your finger on the button just in case. Mm -hmm. Here it is. I just got this message from bad tiki. Hey, ball bag. It's me, bad tiki. Your performance yesterday during my weekly call was unacceptable. I have too much riding on this for a no-talent bum like you to ruin it. I'm ordering you to do it again today at 3 o'clock. You know I'm connected, right? Don't mess this up. Oh, by the way, I'm tripling my fee. I want that Aaron Rodgers money, baby. Okay, I hate you, Evan. Bye. (laughs) Wow, okay, so I guess we have to do bad Tiki again or else he's going to do something bad to me. Oh, he said 3 o'clock. What time is it right now? It's 2.53. Oh, jeez. They got to check this message. All right. We'll do it again. When we come back, we'll hear from Bad Tiki. Plus, a major, major sports manity crime was committed last night at Madison Square Garden, and it needs to be exposed. Plus, more from you, including an idea that sounds crazy on the surface, but the more you think about it, the more you realize it needs to happen. Bill Belichick has to humble himself and become a defensive coordinator. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here 
on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.